When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Find easy ways to store your outdoor tools and accessories at Menards. Suncast provides high quality and easy to assemble storage. Suncast storage sheds are the perfect solution for organizing and protecting your outdoor tools and equipment. Plus, their all-weather construction is low maintenance. Explore all our outdoor storage options in-store and on Menards.com. And check out more of our great deals going on now at Menards. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Him Present, the weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers, and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I'm the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, celebrating its 25th year and found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hempresent is U.S. Marine Sergeant and medical cannabis proponent, Sean Major, who will be joining me in about 60 seconds as I lisp my way through this show due to recent major oral surgery. There are 25 million veterans living among us today, and the projected active duty end strength of the U.S. Armed Forces for 2016 is over 1,300,000 people. It's reported that in all the American wars, there have been 650,000 battle deaths and about 1.2 million deaths during service in wartime, out of about 42 million people total who have served in the military during war. About 1 in 50 of those people serving during a time of war have perished. Published statistics reveal that 18,500 Americans have been wounded in the war in Afghanistan and a little over 32,000 have been wounded in Iraq. I've said before on this show that I have not necessarily supported all of the conflicts this nation has engaged in during my lifetime, but I've never held that against the men and women who have been charged with fighting those wars. When you sign up to wear the uniform, you don't get to pick and choose where you go or what your mission is. My father saw combat in the Korean War, and while his opinion of those making the decisions to go to war changed dramatically as he grew older, his opinion of those going to fight those wars never diminished at all. When our veterans return home, whatever their condition is, they deserve to enjoy the support and assistance they have earned not just lip service and hollow words from politicians seeking to gain votes or political advantage. Sadly, that's not always the case, but things are slowly changing. What's not changing is the pharmaceutical industry's windfall profits 
from the amount of pharmaceuticals routinely prescribed to our servicemen and women, both domestically and overseas. Cannabis, in both its intoxicating form and also in the form of CBD and otherwise, could greatly aid our returning visits as well as, as those in active service. And my guest today is a pioneer in the movement to bring those substances into the treatment plans of our returning soldiers. U.S. Marine Sergeant Sean Major is making a national push for approval to be the first active duty service member to use medical marijuana. Major has received a physician's recommendation for medical cannabis use in October, while he's currently prescribed more than 20 different pill varieties. Sean has joined me today in the virtual Hemp Present production facility. Welcome, Sean, to Cannabis Radio. Yeah, I really appreciate the endorsement. Thank you all for having me. It's our pleasure. Now, you sustained four service-connected traumatic brain injuries, but you're still in active duty. Can you briefly tell us your story? I wouldn't even know where to begin. I think with you guys' radio show being in Seattle, I guess I can bring it home and tell everybody that's listening. I'm a Washington State. Washington State's my home. 509 has been my area code ever since I was an adult. I've been saying number for eight years. I went to school in Washington. I went to uh, Lewis and Clark in Seattle and Spokane. I went to North Central in Spokane. I went to Chief Gary over here. I'm thinking about in Seattle. Seattle, I would have went to Cedra Way, but I went to Sacagawea Middle School. And uh, as elementary, I went to Nautilus. Nautilus and Mark Twain. I think kind of the journey started with a dad, my stepdad, Andy, uh, Andrew Nelson. He was a 101st Division Airborne. And when he got out of the military, he came back and he stepped up to the plate, raised me with a military influence, a fresh military influence. And when I was in Seattle in September of uh, 2001, to see my teacher cry, to be in the classroom, the sixth grade classroom at uh, Nautilus Elementary, and uh, that second plane hit, teach her to walk us through the events. She explained to us, she was a retired veteran herself, when she explained to us as sixth graders that uh, Washington was at a, was definitely at risk, seeing that something happened on the East Coast, now West Coast may be at risk, and that we have uh, Fairchild or Fort Lewis, biggest army base on the West Coast. Fairchild, it's a refuel base on the West Coast, the biggest one for all the big aircraft. We have the nuclear plant. And we have the naval port, the second biggest naval port in the entire West Coast. So at 11 years old, we're getting choking. At 11 years old, I realized that, uh, that we were in trouble. And when I saw her cry, I knew it was serious. And I made a promise to her that I would, I think the quote was, I promise I'll let nothing happen to you or my family. But as I grew older, I interpreted that as uh, defending this beautiful country and bringing uh, pride and honor back to uh, the great state of Washington. We certainly appreciate your service. You're an active duty wounded warrior at the Wounded Warrior Battalion on Pendleton, California. What is the Wounded Warrior Battalion? Well, uh, I say that's a rumor. No, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, making light. You know, the best way to describe for anybody that was at the Wounded Warrior Battalion is that it's the transitional facility for those who have been just all the, they, the, the terminology is uh, wounded, ill, and injured. It's more or less a transition transition unit so guys come here are really sick or really hurt really damaged and the more or less what it feels like is like a summer camp where you wear camis and you go to in between five to 20 something medical appointments depending on your condition but the medical appointments they kind of focus on what we call lose mind lose body lose spirit lose family lose kind of like 
points and areas to really pay attention to. So like body Lou is like, you know, you're like the actual physical. So, you know, we have guys, you know, we've had in the past people who are missing limbs or like myself, traumatic brain injuries, or just whatever your condition is, whatever your injury is, we have adaptive sports, whether it be wheelchair games that happen like basketball, we play volleyball often, which I'm very involved in. I really enjoy the short spurts of uh, ultimate Frisbee or uh, you have never played that amazing. I uh, can't really run for a long period of time with the brain injuries and get lightheaded and pass out. So being able to do short spurts, it's good. So I, don't know, I know I'm kind of running around, but pretty much the Wounded Warrior Battalion is a place where you can kind of focus on your future or do your best to rehabilitate yourself and get back into the fight. There's a lot of emphasis here on your future, and that's kind of why you're reaching out to me because I definitely took a different path. <laughs> now, now you sustained, Sean, you sustained four service-connected traumatic brain injuries. Most people would be a veteran, but you're still on active duty. I just I love my country, and for me, wow. I think I think I think anybody that tells you, and if anybody in the in the military branches, the monks, any branch, you know, they'll tell you, they'll give you some good feedback. But I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm so I'm you know I'm a marine, you know, and there's a lot of masculinity when I wear this uniform, and no matter what base I've ever been on or wherever I've been, if even the conversation I'm a marine, or they see the uniform, it's different. They notice me. They notice us. They notice the the uniform and um. There's a lot that comes with it, and it's the, the no-quit attitude of the military as a whole. And uh, just personally, Man. I just I actually fought I actually fought the first one. I kind of I beat you to it just in case you're going to go there because I, I would say it is difficult to talk about, so I'll kind of skim over it so it, doesn't sound as, so it doesn't sound as bad or I'll get choked up on the radio. But pretty no much, I um, appreciate it. The first one. I'm sure the media already has has it covered, but pretty much I was doing what they call the Pacific Rim mission, Pacific Rim exercise. And for those who are on the West Coast, something that may make you feel a little more safe at home. There's always there's always Marines, there's always Navy that are they're circling those waters more or less as a buffer if anybody ever to advance to the to the, the Great West Coast. And uh, I was on one of those, and it was an accident. Um, I was ordinance my first contract, so I dealt with explosives. Anything that the Marine Corps uses for on the aircraft, anything explosive, big guns, armament, um, defense tactics, that was that was my job. And um, I'll just say it like this, so I don't so I don't offend anybody. When people are at high pace and there's stress and there's fatigue, sometimes people do things on accident, and sometimes people get hurt. Well, it's dangerous, dangerous business. Dangerous business yeah. all the time, even in training. You're the first yeah. and only active duty service member given permission to work in the cannabis industry. How did that come about? Let me just try to make sure. Now, I want to kind of clear the air real quick. For, for me, it's a little difficult because I can never, ever, ever speak for the Marine Corps. I could never give opinions and all that. So what I'll do is always use my, if you guys forgive me, I always choose my words wisely. No worries, man. Yes. So for me part of the Wounded Warrior Battalion is you have to work on a plan to get out called an exit plan or a transition plan to work on your transition plan. And my transition plan uh, initially was to own a security company where I hired prior service veterans to work in the cannabis industry. And I just wanted guys that got out and didn't really know how to adjust to civilian life. Okay, well, every every person in the military is going to stand post. So when you get out of the military, come work for me, work with me, work with your brothers and sisters and it'd be easy transition. It's called canna armor, like cannabis armor, canna armor. And, uh, my dad's like, get out, man, come, come in Denver. My dad's a cult. My dad cultivates in Denver. He's a, he's a grower out there. 
love you, Dad. Uh, look up to you, man. And he's like, Dad, he's like, son, just get out, come work, do the security company. And I was like, you know what, Dad? I'm not done. I can't take this uniform off. And then I sustained three after that. But the transition plan was to the security company. And as I told the command about that, I actually graduated from THC University. It's uh, online credit courses. Uh, it was. Yeah, I was actually in Denver and I found out about it and I came back at the Wounded War Battalion and I studied as much as I could. I worked as hard as I could. And I actually, I don't know how. <laughs> Four brain injuries, people. I got 100% of my finals and I don't know how that happened, but it did. Uh, I took a screenshot of it. I lost my mind. And I, when the command was like, okay, Marine, your body loose looking good. You're doing things. You're in the sports. You're doing what you're supposed to do. Your spirit loose good. You're doing all the activities to boost your morale, but you're not doing anything of education. Your mind loose. And I was like, well, actually, I have. And then when I pulled out five certificates in the cannabis industry, <laughs> you should have seen their face. Oh, man. So at that point, I became the first active duty, first military DOD, anybody to have a cannabis education. Uh, credit. Wow, so, so you really are working on your PhD in THC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why when you said that earlier, I was, I was thinking in my mind, I was like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> so I, got, I did that, and they were kind of in a position where they didn't know what to do. There was a lady here, and forgive me for diamond her out, but her, she has a friend. He was a captain in the Marine Corps, and when he got out, he started a uh, marijuana security and cannabis security company and also a cannabis delivery service for those who are really, you know, wounded, ill, injured, and they give them a huge discount. It was called VetMeds or VetsForCannabis.org and VetMeds. So part of the transition plan is to have an internship at one of these places at whatever you're, whatever you're transitioning into. So I really put them in a place and after a character assessment, they said, okay, you know, go ahead and do your thing. But I was not allowed to medicate. And at that point, I had already seen a lot of adverse effects from medication, and that's where it kind of ties into uh, where I received a medical recommendation, a physician's recommendation for the use of cannabis to treat symptoms associated with chronic traumatic encephalopathy or early signs of chronic traumatic encephalopathy, uh, post-traumatic stress, and traumatic brain injury. Wow, that's that's impressive. I am speaking to U.S. Marine Sergeant Sean Major. We're going to take our weekly pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws. Here are a couple words from our sponsors and advertisers, and we'll be right back with Sean Major. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the board, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him being that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the third annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. The most influential business event in the marijuana industry returns for three days in Oakland, California. 
Join your fellow industry leaders and policy influencers June 20th through 22nd for an in-depth educational experience and network with more than 3,000 cannabis professionals. The 2016 Cannabis Business Summit and Expo will feature keynote presentations from California Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom and Numi Organic Tea CEO Ahmed Rahim giving you insight into cutting-edge policy discussions and the most innovative business practices. All this plus the most comprehensive expo floor in the industry. The Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 20th through 22nd in Oakland. Don't miss out. Register right now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com and save 15% off registration using promo code RADIO15. That's CannabisBusinessSummit.com, promo code RADIO15. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Growing green to generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor, or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the, the king, right? You just have you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now... Back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present on Canvas Radio. I'm talking to Sean J. Major, U.S. Marine Sergeant and medical marijuana proponent. Sean, now you mentioned that your father is a cultivator. Uh, he's also a veteran. But also, yeah. not only your father, but your grandparents medicate with cannabis. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when I talk to people, they know things. I'm just like, how did that happen? Yes, it I is. research, man. Jeez. <laughs> Man, somebody called me a can of liberty or something like that recently. I was like, what? They're like, don't worry. Your information is going to be everywhere. You will not be able to hide anything. They are not lying. Uh, yes. So let me just kind of clear the air once again. I have never, prior to childhood, prior to like teenage years, uh, adolescence, I was never introduced to cannabis as a recreational substance. I never was, never was, uh, you know, I want to feel the euphoria. It wasn't like that. It was uh, grandparents or older and they medicate just being on the property, being in the country and Deer Park. So represent uh, Riverside up north. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> my dad, my dad was uh, is in the army. And I'll tell you, when he came back from from the army, when he married my mom, when we were to Washington, he was definitely uh, he was definitely fresh out of the military. So he raised me a certain kind of way. But I'll tell you what, the one day that I kind of there was always one room in the house I wasn't allowed into. I never could figure out why. And at like probably like seven or eight, yeah, probably like seven or eight. I just got way too curious, and I snuck downstairs in the basement. And in the middle of the night, and there's this orange glow coming from what used to be like my toy room. 
And I went to go open it, and it was the one time it was unlocked. He was actually either in there or, like, around the corner. I don't know. But all I remember is I opened the door, blinding orange, yellowish light. I couldn't see anything. He bear-hugged me, covered my eyes, put me in my rack, or, I'm sorry, in my bed, and he didn't spank me, did nothing, just, just acted like it didn't even happen. So I've known at a very, very young age that whatever was in that room, my dad was the most powerful man I've ever known. He's just a military guy, just extremely masculine. I knew that whatever was in that room was more powerful than he was. And that was, that was like, it was like as a kid, it was like, that was very emotional. Um, I actually medicated with my dad the first time uh, as a teenager. I started asking a lot of questions. I started catching on and I actually medicated with him the first time. I know it's, I know some people would be like, oh my God, he shouldn't have done that. He was, he was a teenager, but, but it wasn't like that for us. And I'm glad he did that because if I would have reacted to it the same way that I did, around friends, no one would have been able to take care of me. I just was sleeping. <laughs> I was sleeping. Now, now Sean, uh, you, with traumatic brain injury, the impact of your wounds might not be visible to the public the way, say, an amputation might be, for example. How hard is yeah. that for you? Can People might not understand that you have a disability. Oh, man, you cut deep there. I was smiling for a second. I'm going to bring it back. I'm just going to be blunt and just tell you that I've lost so much more than my health and my strength and uh, then sleep and my ability to do X, Y, and Z. I've lost family. I've lost people that said they cared about me. I've, I've lost family, man. You got to think I've lost relationships. Man, I just, the best way I described it one time was that, you know, if I was missing an arm or leg, you would see that I'm injured but with a traumatic brain injury. It's almost like your computer is damaged. And that is, I can't even believe I came up with that, but that's exactly what it is. It is from the outside. Your computer looks fine, but you open it up and it's got problems. That's where I'm at. My sleep, my disfibular, my balance, nightmares, confusion. Just there's a, my colors have changed. I'm going to tell you right now, the, the color yellow that you see is not what I see. And I didn't realize that until I was watching a football game and thought that the Falcons changed their color to purple or blue or something like that. And it was, I've had to relearn my colors. But every color changed just enough to where it wasn't that color. I've had to relearn everything. I can't Man. even get into detail, which is how many things, because I just, it is so much my entire life is same. Okay, here's one. I'll give, you, I'll give you this one, too. When you were a child, good sir, before you ever drank or smoked or did anything, anything, you were sober, right? You were sober. Always known and always came back to that same sobriety. You get older, you medicate, you drink, you lose that sobriety temporarily, and you come back to it. With a traumatic brain injury, multiple where I'm at, even after the first one, I'm telling you, with a, with a traumatic brain injury, a TBI, I will never, and have I ever had that same state of sobriety? Always, always, always state that I can't sober up from, and I absolutely hate the, I hate it, I hate it. If you drank one time and you drank at 21, you drank one time and you just hated alcohol, you just wouldn't drink again. I don't have that option. The damage is done. I'm always in this state of euphoria. It's a drug that I call TBI. Man. Well, you know, I just want to thank you so much for your service to our country and for your courage. You know, I, I've never been through anything like you have, but I've got a chronic central nervous system condition as well. So I, I kind of know what it's like a little bit that people don't understand what's going on with you, you know, 
and yeah. uh, that's just that that that's even additional messing with your head, you know. Now, now you say that cannabis helps you get a good night's sleep and manage anxiety from t- PTSD. I think why not just yeah. rely on the pills that they prescribe you? Well, you know, I'll clear up anything. I'll clear it up real quick. Actually, as of right now, even though I have a physician recommendation, I do not medicate. Reasons for that: one. No, I have the recommendations in the system, but then no one from the we Marine Corps we have the Navy medicine. No one from the Navy side has said I whether I could or could not. They just say we don't know. Right. Pretty much don't don't risk it. So what I can, what I can answer that is that through studies we can see that it's affected that it has a positive effect on those with TBI with PTSD early right. symptoms and of, of CTE and also here it is disclaimer. I'm literally surrounded around guys who have recently got out. I'm watching them. I've watched people leave the battalion, the Wounded Warrior Battalion, and then go out. And then, A major, what do I do? What do I not do? What do I get? What do I not get? How do I take it? Do I do edibles? Do I do whatever? They want to do me to run the whole gamut. I explain, you know, the, 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 the 11 main you know, CBD, CMBN, CBGs, THC, alphas, THC. I go through all of them, explain the difference. I talk to them about indicas and sativas and where they grow on the equator and the effects and indicouch, indica, and stimulating sativa, as I say, TM. No, I just, I run them through it. So I'm watching guys. I'm watching. I'm seeing them leave. Major, thank you. I'm watching them dump medication. You know, and then as of right now, I've really cut back on a lot of my meds because I find a lot of therapy in helping others. Wow. You know, Sean, I've been very critical of some of the medical marijuana strain names, like, for example, AK-47, Green Crack, Cat Piss, Girl Scout Cookies, Train Wreck. Not helpful. I've read where you said that if we named a strain Alaskan Donkey (laughs) Poop, it's not going to help the patient community. (laughs) Can you talk about that? Oh, man, you really did your research. Okay. So, okay. So I say a lot of things, but that is one of my biggest things. I think there's a problem with it with there. I wouldn't say it's a problem, but there's two different communities. There's one community that says alcohol is better than cannabis, better than alcohol, which is very true. And you have one community that says you just, it's just, it's just, I'm sorry. I'm just kind of losing it. Cause he, he threw me off. There is no medical benefit to Alaskan donkey poo or anything like that. If I'm a patient and I'm hurting, and I go in there, and some bud tender, which I I hate that name, and somebody who's standing behind the counter is like, yeah, try this, buddy. What's going on with you? Oh, dude, try this. It's Alaskan donkey poop. I'm not going to think that's going to help me out. But you know what? Maybe Alaskan donkey poop has some great CBD value. But, but Maybe those it has cheapen, a- they cheapen the medical marijuana industry, don't you think? They, they cheapen <laughs> Not just that, it, it makes it difficult for those who are not open to the, to the industry, to the community, to the, to the benefits. If the first thing they're seeing is that, why wouldn't they throw it off? Because it's a culture right, you want thing. To take some, yeah, I think you need some green crack. I mean, you know. Here you go. Oh, bro, green crack. Uh, no, I don't say no to crack. Like, we had a whole, the 90s and 80s was all about no to crack. You're going you're gonna to say cannabis is good for you, then name something green crack. You know, I'm, not, I'm sure there's some benefit to it. I'm sure there is. But you can't do that. You really can't. If we have to, if we're going to paint a picture of a substance, of a product that has medicinal value, you cannot degrade it by calling it something crazy. It's just, it's disrespectful. It is, it is disrespectful. There's a few names that I find disrespectful. The AK, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of rogue. It's kind of like rough, whatever, but you know, AK is one of the original, so you really can't 
eight hundred hours too much. But you don't want to do that, you know what I'm saying? If you yeah. and you know what's, what's crazy is uh, it seems like uh, Canada or Canada and Israel they're doing a lot of code names, so it's almost like those guys are getting it right. But they're doing it. They're just doing it. They're doing too much thing. You know, I like I like something. You know, give it a nice name. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't can, even think I of a nice name right now. I, Sean, I completely agree with you, man. You're, you're talking my language. As much as I'm enjoying this conversation with Sean J. Major, we're going to take another pause for the cause, hear another word from our sponsors, come back for our final questions, and we're going to rock it home. Time Stay to roll us. out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted, available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points. PayQuick connects to your bank account for free and secures all of your transactions. And with PayQuick, you can pay your producers and processors for free. Plus, it pays to have it because it makes depositing your cash safe and so easy. No cops, no crooks, just compliance and comfort, knowing you have your cannabis business in check with PayQuick. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back for the final questions with Sean J. Major. Sean, what advice would you have for fellow service members who have suffered traumatic brain injuries? Uh, easy, easy. One, seek help. Help has been what's helped me. I wish I would have said that cooler. But, if, but you need help. You know it. Seek help. And if there's a command, there's people out there that really don't understand. 
kind of go back to that whole scenario, the whole vision about your computer. They can't, they don't, they can't see it, brother. They can't see it, sister. So go get help, get a brain scan so they can, you can show it to somebody and be able to pour it out, show them where you're at. Uh, the other thing is just don't give up and remember that when you feel suicidal often, remember that it is, that is a condition. That is a symptom of the TBI. That is not you. Those are not your decisions. Avoid it. Get help from somebody at that point. And do never, don't ever have a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Don't ever take your life for something you can get help for, something that can make it better. So you're not alone, man. You're not alone, and we got you. We got you. God, Sean, I have so much respect for you, man. And, you know, you are really what a true leader you are. What's the best way for people to, to hook up, find out more about you, and certainly find out more about your, your cool projects that you've got going on to help our, our, our veterans and our service members? I have Eden After Service. That'll be the project you're talking about. But the best way to contact me is to go on my LinkedIn. It's Sean J. Major. I'm actually the first I'm number one on LinkedIn uh, with the name. And the other thing is uh, if you just Google search my name and go to images, I don't know how, but my business card is the second image on Google. So <laughs> there's, my, there's my phone number, my cell phone, and my uh, personal email. So I'm open to everybody. I love everybody, and I will talk to every single person, everybody, everybody. God, Sean, you know, thank you so much for your service and, and for your courage and for your uh, desire to help out your brothers and sisters uh, in uniform. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Stay with us. I'm going to wrap the show up real quick, but I just want to thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show and, and uh, just a great guy, my fellow Washingtonian brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you everybody. I appreciate it. America, greatest country on the planet. There you go, man. Now I want to get to weekly feed. Him present on CanvasRadio.com, and that is the quote of the week, and here it is, quote, The true soldier fights not because he hates what is in front of him, but because he loves what is behind him. And that's G.K. Chesterton. That includes this installment of Him present on Canvas Radio. Email me at hempresent at gmail.com. I want to thank my power peeps in the control room, Hannah and Brasco, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for more cannabis confabulation and reefer repartee with some hempy hero on a journey to justice. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice, because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy. And don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hempresent theme song, Take Back the Plant, is performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.